today we will be discussing DAOs and we have Pratik along with us and uh, he is part of Covalent team. He is heading marketing and growth over there and he also looks into governance and DAO. All right. Uh, thanks a lot, uh, Nirbik. Uh, maybe I can start with a little background sure. on it. Uh, so Nirbik has already covered, yes, uh, that I do work at Covalent, marketing and growth side, and I also look at uh, some of the governance aspects of Covalent. Uh, in terms of like uh, taking a specific proposal uh, to governance voting and in turn, like, of course, uh, formalizing the entire DAO process. So, yeah, uh, I got into the crypto space uh, similar around 2016, 2017. Up until then, I was like running a marketing agency. So I was like running my own business at that point. And, but uh, yeah, it was uh, like a podcast episode, which allowed me to kind of uh, like learn about like what's happening in crypto space. So Tim Ferriss at that point interviewed Nabal Ravikant and Nick Saab. Nabal at that point was like a well-known VC, still is. And uh, Nick Sabo was a like a cryptographer. He's still uh, been doing really great stuff. So yeah, I mean that was like my rabbit hole story. And since then, I haven't looked back. I've uh, kind of hundred percent delved in the crypto space. Worked on like different projects on the marketing and growth side of things. Uh, not uh, technical, uh, because uh, what I thought was two things that will really really help propel this industry will be like technology, of course. The second is uh, community. So from a technology standpoint, I was like, okay, I probably won't be able to kind of uh, help because I'm not a programmer or a developer, but I can definitely build communities. And that's something that I've done previously. So something that I can uh, evangelize for the crypto space. So yeah, for the past uh, three, four years, uh, that's what I've been doing and uh, worked with like multiple projects from layer one protocols uh, to like uh, DeFi protocols to now working at a like a Web3 kind of an infrastructure layered protocol. Uh, yeah, so it has been like a very rewarding and exciting journey. So I'm, I'm excited to be here and, and share some of those uh, that I've learned on the way. Can you give us uh, LE5 on DAOs? So what LE5 is for other people? So explain like I am five. Uh, mm. You can explain uh, DAOs to us in, uh, you know, in a very simple manner. DAOs as a concept kind of introduced back in 2014 in some of the writings of Vitalik Buren, who is the inventor of Ethereum, the smart contract platform. Now, what happened back then, I mean, he obviously wrote like a lot of things and he still writes like a lot of things that people kind of pick up and then, of course, build on top of it and so on. So he, he mentioned these items. One of the items is, of course, uh, DAOs and DACs and DAs. So like uh, DAOs are nothing but like decentralized autonomous uh, organizations. So essentially what we are looking at is something in terms of having a community kind of an approach, which is internet native and at the same time goes and has like one specific goal that everyone can go after so that's how i would put it it is so internet native communities in like three words simple terms essentially it's like different definitions now that people are really getting into DAOs, 
and like learning about DAOs uh, to a point that 2022 is called as the year of DAOs. Though some of the DAOs also kind of picked up really well in the year 2021, we'll just lock in at uh, internet native communities. Correct, correct. That's that's great, actually. And uh, I definitely agree to that point where uh, you said, right, this year is supposed to be the DAO season. <laughs> so mm-hmm. 2020 and 2021 have been the DeFi and, uh, you know, NFT seasons, right? And mm-hmm. now is the time for DAOs. And I think definitely we'll see a lot of iterations, a lot of people. And I'm seeing celebrities joining DAOs, right? So that's pretty exciting. Because, oh, yeah. uh, and they're also very curious, like how this whole system, whole system will work. And it's really fascinating, right? Because it's different from how we used to perceive an organization, right? It's completely different from that. Fantastic put up. Um, next question, like connecting with that is how DAOs work actually? I mean, th- there's definitely like a lot that goes into a DAO, uh, but uh, at a foundation level, there are like a few pieces. When we say it is internet native, it cannot just be a Telegram group or it cannot just be a Discord server or it cannot just be one thing where people come together or a WhatsApp group, for example. I mean, in the general internet context. When you talk about DAOs, there is some kind of a financial element associated with it and it could be in terms of tokens which ideally makes it crypto friendly or web3 native i mean these are some of the terms you might have heard recently so essentially as long as you have a token associated to a project it qualifies to be a DAO. i mean you can still like run a DAO without a token but there has to be some kind of ownership or shared ownership between uh, the people within the DAO. And that's that's how we, you will be kind of assemble uh, all kinds of people who are like going after like one particular goal. Now, one thing is definitely to have a specific financial uh, element tied to it. It could be a token, maybe something else to start with. But yeah, eventually it will be some kind of a token, uh, definitely. And the structure is essentially shared set of people. So because it is embedded on a blockchain, I mean, and tied in a smart contract, it becomes easier for everyone to understand what's happening. So there is openness. It also gives like more and more transparency as to what is happening with the inner happenings of the DAO in terms of, okay, who's getting paid how much? One, two, how much revenue is getting generated? So think of it as like public listed company, which has uh, like all the balance sheets and everything, but you also get to know more because it is open source and anyone can like see, understand what are the inbuilt mechanisms of the DAO. Uh, Of course, there is also that gated element where the access is only limited to the people who are associated to the DAO. So, uh, So an example of that could be a Discord server has gated access for people who have a certain amount of tokens of that particular DAO. That is also one kind of way of going ahead with. But yeah, there are different ways people are trying. And you you might as well heard of uh, NFTs. So there are NFT-specific DAOs as well, wherein if you hold an NFT, you get access to that particular community and you can basically govern that community in a way that you actually take part in the decision. So some, so the tokens that I mentioned, like I think 90% of the times are used for governance, wherein you have a token and as long as you have that token uh, with you, you will be able to vote on 
the important operational items uh, that happen or processes uh, that happen within the DAO. So yeah, I mean, at a foundational level, you do need a financial element tied to it, a token potentially, uh, and then you need shared ownership, then you need governance uh, at a level where people can participate in things. Fantastic, fantastic put. And I think uh, NFTs, uh, as you mentioned, right, NFTs uh, also unlock the power of, you know, uh, these token-gated communities. And I think that has been some part of the whole uh, NFT season, right? You look at Squiggle DAO, you know, there are other DAOs which are, you know, based on uh, NFTs. So if you hold NFTs, uh, you get access to the Discord community. And the culture is, the culture inside the DAO is definitely something moving, right? People come in and people contribute themselves, right? They There's no one forcing them. They believe in the idea and they follow it. So that's, that's great to see. Uh, Another thing that I would like you to mention is basically, as you mentioned, the openness, right? So, I mean, there are projects like Lama Community and, uh, you know, different DAO, or you can say uh, these uh, treasury management uh, applications in Web3, right? They are a fantastic example where people can get, uh, people can see what treasury has been managed by a specific DAO. And it's pretty transparent, right? And that that's not there in your usual... A, a, you know, web two companies. <laughs> that's that's the right. magic of you know magic of DAOs and decentralization or web three. Right? So fantastic. But coming to the next question, like following that, how do you start building a DAO, or is there a go to just a community that follows your idea? How does it all start? Yeah, there are different ways to start, and uh, there have been like really. Uh, innovative ways that we've seen uh, in the past as to how DAOs are kind of created. Uh, there is no one set playbook. Uh, and I've seen like people literally, there was this idea, I think sometime last year where someone like, a, I think a woman who was in like a clubhouse session, uh, uh, she she came up with something called as a pizza DAO and, and basically created NFTs out of uh, like the favorite toppings of pizza and sold these NFTs for hundreds and thousands of dollars. So, I mean, that's like wacky and weird ways of, of how uh, like a DAO is kind of formalized. And we've seen recently how Irene DAO has come as well. So that's that's another yep. story. But yeah, <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of the playbooks, in terms of the processes, you do need, I mean, there are certain tooling, uh, like infrastructure level uh, tooling and the current state of DAO infrastructure. And that's something that we've been talking about a lot in this space. Uh, you mentioned about uh, Llama community being a treasury management tool. So uh, that kind of a tool is needed at some point when you have like certain number of people in the DAO working in the DAO and wherein you have like uh, some kind of a financial uh, element type to it wherein you you talk about that and so on so so that's one tool that you can definitely use llama and then there is uh, something uh, called as uh, snapshot which allows you to kind of do the governance uh, side of things so let's say if you want to have a voting uh, system in place uh, for like different uh, questions or different proposals mm -hmm. that come within the DAO, then you can use Snapshot. Uh, and as long as someone has that particular token, they can uh, participate in the governance of that particular process through Snapshot. It's a Web3 native tool, and then it identifies easily as to you own the token for that particular DAO, and then uh, you can govern vote on a specific proposal. 
So multiple other platforms as well. So there's like a basic one is Collabland is is what we have seen across like different uh, Discord servers. And even at this point, I, I some of the Collabland tools also working in Telegram. Basically, the way it works is you, you have, uh, l- let's say, as long as you have the tokens. And like I said, uh, there is that gated access system uh, that allows you to be a part of that community. So if you have, let's say, 100 tokens of, some project or some community, then you will be able to get access to that particular Discord server as long as you connect uh, your wallet through Collabland. I mean, because Collabland basically does the entire verification, so you don't need like uh, your own tool to kind of work around on those aspects. So yeah, I mean, there are multiple tools available. There are, uh, I think, uh, uh, in this call, there are going to be POAPs given to people who are attending this. So that's also one way to kind of increase engagement within the DAOs in a very Web3 native way because POAPs are directly on the blockchain and people love POAPs. So that's that's very exciting. So there are these different tools to kind of get started. Uh, the most important one, I think, from a financial standpoint, because there is a shared ownership and shared shared approach when it comes to like going towards one goal, is uh, Gnosis Safe. So uh, Gnosis uh, is is a platform. Basically, it creates multi-signature wallets. Now, multi-signature wallets are basically... Now, you don't need it, but I'm just telling you because so, some of the DAOs in the industry use it uh, to kind of have uh, multiple signatory authorities. So let's say Nirvik and I start a DAO, and then we, uh, we have one wallet that has all the tokens, and then... But it's not Nirvik who controls it, or it's not me who controls it. It's both of us, uh, unless we have like two uh, signatures on a particular decision that is made or a transaction that uh, is is supposed to happen. Uh, that I mean, it will only go through if it happens uh, by both of us. So yeah, Gnosis Safe, G N O S I S Safe is is one of the tools that uh, uh, a lot of people use. Uh, I mean, again, this all all depends on how you go about in terms of like tokenomics and how the smart contracts work. Uh, if you want to tie it to the NFTs, uh, then you can also just build like an NFT uh, collection. And based on the NFT collection, you can have a DAO made as well, like Nirvik mentioned uh, earlier. But I think, yeah, there are different ways and different tools uh, that are available, but they're still at a very nascent stage. We, we still haven't seen... Okay, uh, I mean, the way we know to build a startup, you need like uh, some kind of a registration, you need some kind of a bank account, you need all those things. So those items, I mean, of course, you there's a lot of hassle involved. Uh, in DAOs, there is like literally you can start a DAO in a minute. I mean, I've seen like, uh, I mean, apart from Ethereum, I've seen on like different blockchains, for example, near you can literally create a DAO in like three minutes. I've seen that. Uh, and then uh, that's also possible, uh, w- which is not possible in like a startup kind of an environment, business kind of an environment. But at the same time, I'd like to say that all of this is evolving, basically making things better. And so, yeah, that's uh, that's how I would uh, uh, put in terms of like how to actually put the pieces together. Awesome. Now, one fantastic example is Constitution DAO. Although uh, I'm not sure where these guys are right now, like how they are, uh, you know, processing all the payments that, or the funds that were received by them. 
but uh, apparently it was a great idea right out of nowhere they decided to basically you know it was just an idea right out of nowhere they decided to basically buy the first copy of the constitution right so i mean that's that's how basically people share values and uh, quickly people jumped in into the same boat and they joined in and they you know joined in and they created a fund right and it's not just thousands of k's right it was it was pretty big amount that they were able to generate and that's the power of dao and you know how the culture actually surrounds the daos and and web3 yeah it, it is exciting the way uh, how like the people token did after even losing uh the bid for the constitution dao so that that was like fascinating because uh so as long as you have the token in the market things can like really go in either like the direction uh and and, and, sure. and that's that's what we saw happening with people uh the token uh of constitution dao so yeah very fascinating case study uh there are different examples looking at uh, constitution dao people came up with uh, something called as kraus dao uh, which is basically buying like a basketball team then there is like a something called as mountain dao where you basically buy uh like a mountain in uh, somewhere in the us uh yes. and i've I've, yes. i've participated in all of these uh, and, and it is fascinating <laughs> to, to i mean it's it's also like to also learn as to how this these things happen i mean one one sure, thing is of sure. course uh, you be a part of that community but of course the the learning is very important here and uh, yeah so, so tomorrow uh who knows i mean in india some someone could just start like a dao to uh, i don't know like do a fundraise but, one it, it could uh-huh. or to to we buy an ipl team i mean who knows i mean uh, if sure. if someone has that yeah. kind of a, a veto or like influence mm-hmm. they might as well do that i mean if if i mean because there are newer teams that are coming i mean i've seen like i think uh, gujarat is back or like a couple of other teams are back as well so i think uh, that's still possible that's a fantastic example actually i was thinking about taj mahal by the way although oh, yeah. it's not possible but but yeah who knows like uh, yeah. it's it's a it's all about values and people uh, that's what drive people right so next is why do you think they matter so so it's basically the need for people to get organized and uh, in in a in a way that like everyone it has like a value or goal that they can go after uh, and then of course also manage assets together and which which is not possible in a centralized system so if you look at some of the centralized uh, systems that we spoke about like startups and businesses uh it is like very difficult to have that kind of a level of transparency and still kind of have ma- like manage uh, like large number of assets now i'm not saying that we have done that uh daos are at, at, at a very nascent stage uh we haven't seen like a large scale dao which is like billions of dollars uh, kind of been added and that's being managed but it is possible we've seen with small case studies across like dif- across the industry that it is possible and that's what i think uh, that daos are like the necessary uh thing right now to mature as an industry in that they have a purposeful call to action to get involved at a very deeper level with co- with the community and that's not possible so the the success that we have to talk about about constitution dao do it fail but the love for like everyone getting together going to christies is not a joke christies is the world's number one auction site 
it's yep. it's 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 uh it's a like and then we were up against i mean so i was a part of uh, that constitution now um so we were up against billionaires like top uh business magnates of the world yeah we lost uh, but but that's fine we raised i think it was uh, 40 million dollars fantastic put up so thanks a lot for joining thank you pratik especially for joining us and you know giving us a deep dive on daos and we are really looking forward to a further conversation maybe a panel discussion for sure uh, thanks a lot nirvik and thanks everyone for joining in uh, it was a pleasure